Well, good morning. It is 8.07. You're listening to The Bob Rose Show, 97.3 The Sky, and on the Odyssey app. Greg Cassidy in for the vacationing Bob Rose. He will be back tomorrow morning. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Which is it? Did the Russians ask the Chinese for money and equipment in their war against Ukraine? Mixed messages there. And it looks like more Americans heading to NATO countries. We will talk about that. But first, let's get a whole lot closer to home and talk to a good friend of the uh, Bob Rose Show, talking about OPD Chief Mike Balkan. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm uh, doing great. It's been a busy weekend, Greg, but uh, we're holding our own down here. Oh, I cannot, I cannot imagine what uh, what things were like Saturday morning. I mean, we had the torrential rain. Uh, it seems like forever. And then, uh, then we hear the word tornado and they, and they were talking from what i've seen 110 miles an hour traveling probably about 25 miles what was your first indication of what you were going to be dealing with saturday morning what was that like yeah yeah it was interesting you know i was at uh, at home uh, walking through the house drinking a cup of coffee thinking man it's feeling uh, rain's getting kind of hard and the mm-hmm. next thing i knew my wife came running out of her out of the bedroom uh, into my daughter's room uh, trying to get her situated we knew something was bearing down on us so yeah it, it uh, uh and, and within minutes uh, not even minutes probably 20 30 seconds at least at our place uh uh you know shingles flying fence fence is gone wow. uh you know pergolas on rooftops it was uh, it was it was a crazy uh, chaotic scene but you know we've got uh we, we, we got pretty lucky considering what we the devastation we saw mm-hmm. uh, certainly out west uh, towards the i-75 uh, region in southwest ocala but yeah so we ended up uh, you know about three about 3,500 people without power uh, well over 200 homes that have been deemed unsafe or unlivable so you know trying to get those folks housed and uh, get the roadways back open getting the city getting power back on has been uh yeah, it's been trying uh, but uh you know we're, we're doing well well, they had power back on pretty quickly, and uh, uh, you know, I think uh, for the most part, uh, everybody's been housed properly. You got you know police officers doing security patrols in some of these heavily damaged areas areas to deter deter looting, uh, things like that. You know, normal after after storm uh, protocols are, are currently in place. But uh, you know, considering the the path uh, uh, of where this storm touched down at, and the and the length that it was on the ground, I think uh, Ocala Marion County fared extremely well with. You you know, no major injuries and, and no deaths. So that's that's what's important. All the, you know, all the physical property can be replaced, mm-hmm. um, but uh, making sure nobody got hurt and nobody got seriously injured at least was was paramount. And uh, and we fared pretty well in that regard. You know, it's interesting. That's the thing that I, I always find kind of intriguing. People, when things are going great, we don't think about the police or fire and rescue or the electric company, except when we're paying the bill. Uh, those things aren't really top of mind until we really need them, and then suddenly. There's a whole new appreciation when everybody is really on it and they're doing their job and they're showing their professionalism and they're making a difference in our community. I, I couldn't agree more. I, you know, I, these these uh, men and women here, certainly at the police department, our, our brothers and sisters at the fire service, our electrical workers, they, uh, you know, they they run and function like a well-oiled machine during these uh, these disaster times, and uh, it's impressive to sit back and watch them work. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, and, it, and it it all goes into the pre-planning, right? The training and the and the pre-planning, making sure you're prepared, which is, you know, the the, the message we push every uh, before every hurricane season. That's that's the message, right? Make sure you got a plan. Make sure you're prepared. 
ensure that you've got a contingency in place uh, for your family. And, you know, our, our, certainly our cops, I see that uh, uh, quite often. They, they do extremely well. But, yeah, they couldn't have been uh, uh, in, in finer fashion over the course of the weekend. That's awesome. Talking to Ocala PD Chief Mike Balkan this morning on the Bob Rose Show. You know, one thing that we've been seeing, and we hear it from all sides, more and more people are moving to Florida. And uh, Marion County being basically the size of a small state from the northeast because you've <laughs> – you know the county has a lot of of coverage area uh, to take care of with you know fire and rescue and emergency crews and and county police and, and all those things but that also affects you right in the heart of ocala as well with more people come potentially and you hate to say it more problems because everybody that moves it's not always just the good people <laughs> the bad guys move to town too what does that do from your perspective there in ocala uh, from your police force and how big it is, and do you need help? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good point, and it's it's a timely question. You know, we're we're uh, going through our budget process uh, uh, right now. Matter of fact, I'll I'll present that uh, uh, to council, our city council here next uh, week, I believe. But yeah, you know, uh, uh, Marion County is uh, the fifth largest county in the state, population of I think almost four hundred thousand now. Wow. Um, uh, we've got a, a smaller, obviously a much smaller population in the city at sixty, probably sixty three thousand right now. But you know, the uh, the chamber of uh, in a Economic partnership will tell you that the, 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 we have an influx to about a quarter of a million people daily, Monday through Friday, eight to five, in the city of Ocala. So, wow. you know, it's a, it's a it's a moving target, right? We try to staff, well, you know, with the minimal number that we need mm-hmm. it, it to be fiscally, you know, responsible. Uh, but the bottom line is, when you're trying to staff for sixty three thousand and you're really policing a quarter of a million, Monday through Friday, eight to five, and you know, along with the hospitals, we've got three hospitals in the city and, and a lot of uh, industry now uh, that's around the clock. So, uh, yeah, trying to hit that moving target and get the right number is is, is difficult to do at, at best. But, you know, it's it's clear um, uh, that we see that influx, our Part 2 arrest, or, you know, double uh, cities that are similar in, in uh, population to ours. So, you know, I think what it tells you, certainly what it tells me, is because we're such a, a vast, uh, a large county, uh, and it's primarily rural, right, outside of Ocala, uh, th- that a lot of folks are coming into town uh, to, uh, you know, to, to, to work, play, to dine to drive you know and those folks are going to be victimized they're going to you know they're going to commit crime some of them and uh crash cars and all the stuff that comes with just you know having a, a larger population so yeah we're in the throes of that and, and trying to try trying to grow the at least grow the agency uh close to uh to try to keep pace with the growth of the city which is like you said is exploding right, right. now so uh it does pose some challenges uh both not only on the on the uh, sworn side of police officers but think about the dispatch center you know oh, yeah. uh, uh, 911 call takers and all that so yeah, it's not just the cops; it's the support staff as well, evidence technicians, uh, everything that comes with uh, more people. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a challenge that we see, I think, at a larger rate uh, uh, than than a lot of uh, other cities, certainly uh, uh, in, in Florida. I think uh, North Central Florida is growing just at, a, at a, an incredible pace, something I've not seen in 28 years. So well, if y'all wouldn't make it such a great if you wouldn't make it such a great place to live, you know, people would stop <laughs> coming. I mean, I think that's the real problem, right? <laughs> it's it's a great uh, Ocala, Marion County. Uh, uh, nothing against uh, Latchville, but we, it is a great community. Yeah. We've got a, a a lot of things to do here. We're in close proximity to Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've we got a lot to offer without having to deal with the rat race of some of those bigger cities. So, yeah, a lot of people coming. Well, one thing you are dealing with besides people coming, unfortunately, and this is where the Unified Drug Enforcement Strike Team uh, have made some headway. I was looking at some numbers of, of seizures from last year. 
33 pounds of fentanyl, over 69 pounds of crystal meth, over 24 pounds of cocaine, over three pounds of heroin. This is a real issue. You know, one of the the first times that I spoke with you on the Bob Rose Show was when you were at our southern border with Congresswoman Kat Kamek. And we realized that even a place like Ocala is now a border town. Every town in America is now a border town, thanks to uh, uh, some policies with an open border down there. And, and quite frankly, a, uh, a cart- yeah, several cartels that are mm-hmm. taking advantage of this at the time. At this time, Yeah, I mean, think about that. 33 pounds of fentanyl, if you do the math, uh, I think two milligrams is considered a lethal dose. So 33 pounds, if I did the math right, uh, which I probably didn't, I got D's in, in math, but hmm. uh, enough to kill about 15 million people. Uh, wow. it, it was seized in a year, uh, four, you know, four and a half million dollars worth of illegal drugs. Uh, they did such a, g- a good job, our, our drug enforcement strike team. They were actually named uh, the Drug End of the Year by the Florida Narcotics Officers Association last year. That's the that's the impact. I mean, to be recognized, that's not that's really not a title you want. Um, no. uh, but but the work that they're doing is incredible. But this this stuff is infiltrating uh, not only Ocala but every city across the country. The death rate is through the roof. And you know what, what's really bad, and, and you know people. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a certain percentage of folks out there that think, ah, you know, it's a, it's a drug user, you know, they're opiate addicts, and mm. you know, who cares? But we do care, and it's it's important to remember this stuff is getting into everything. So, you know, the 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 weed, the the joint that the 16 year old kid is smoking, uh, you know, uh, uh, outside of high school, you know, half the time, you know, this stuff is being laced with with fentanyl. So wow, think about that. Scary. I mean, what better way to get your your next batch of addicts than to get these kids addicted yep. at a young age when they don't even know what they're smoking so uh, that's crazy yeah we, we we just saw this uh some overdoses uh i think it was over on the east coast uh just a couple of days ago where you know some some uh unfortunately some folks decided to use some uh, cocaine didn't know it was laced with uh, fentanyl and you got you know major overdoses and then the folks that try to help them uh overdose just by giving them cpr oh. it's that it's that deadly so that's crazy uh, this this is a major major problem across the country and i'm you know it, it's it's unfortunate but I, I really wish our federal partners would uh, do more to, mm-hmm. to curb this uh where it's coming in because it's it's uh it's a challenge uh, like we've never seen before and something that we've got to get a handle on at the root uh, uh at the originating point and that's uh starting with china with the precursor materials that they're making this stuff with in mexico it's got to stop at the border i know we're tight on time but i want to make sure that i give you a chance to end on a high note and uh having had some family involved with big brothers and big sisters that type of thing uh give us kind of a, a little uh a little recap of how you guys are getting involved with that yeah, yeah, real quick, uh, you know, this, uh, this, uh, the idea of bringing, bringing big brothers, big sisters into, uh, Ocala actually came from former council member Justin Grable, who, who recommended them to me out of Tampa. Uh, I reached out, they came in and, uh, kind of kicked off our program with us. Uh, uh, they actually partnered me, uh, with a, 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 a young boy named Michael. Uh, he's a 12 year old that, uh, you know, having a rough time. And, uh, it's a great program. You know, we, I've hung out with him. Uh, we've had several meetings, uh, uh, together, several outings together and uh, I couldn't think of a better way to give back to the community than to step up and you know serve as a mentor and, and try to help this young man make the right decisions that are going to affect uh, uh, quite frankly the rest of his life so it's a great program wow. I, I'm encouraging everybody all the listeners anybody here on this uh, you know it's easy to cut a check it's easy to give money uh, it's it's a way more difficult to give the part of yourself uh, because this is a demanding program right I think it's uh, supposed to last 18 months I'm sure it'll uh, last uh, probably the rest of my life 
with uh, uh, this young man. And uh, uh, if you really want to give back, if you truly want to make a difference, that's really what we need folks to do. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of our kids out there that just mm-hmm. lack that that responsible parenting that we need to make sure that they uh, they they choose the right path during their life. Well, thanks for what you do. That is awesome. Again, uh, OPD Chief Mike Balkin, always a pleasure, a good friend of the Bob Rose Show. Uh, be safe out there, Chief, and uh, good luck with uh, all the cleanup and all the mess that you guys are dealing with from uh, our little tornado over the weekend, and we'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for having me on again, brother. Take care. Awesome. Appreciate the uh, work that they do in Ocala, and uh, I love the tie-in there with Big Brothers and Big Sisters. That is an amazing organization, and uh, again, if you can actually help Physically, not just financially, that is even better. It's 819. It is the Bob Rose Show. He'll be back tomorrow. Greg Cassidy sitting in the Bob Lounger. Lots to talk about, and we will uh, also get your calls next. 97.3 The Sky.